You know, I, I worked for a deputy minister once. Um, well, he wasn't deputy minister at the time. He was associate deputy minister of treasury board staff and the ministry of finance. I worked for him and, and he had a couple funny things he did. But one expression he had, and I, I thought this was interesting. When he comes back from vacation, he addresses the most recent emails first. He doesn't He doesn't go back to the ones that are unread from a week or two ago. He starts with the most recent because... Well, you know, those emails have been ignored anyway, right? For 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 10 days. And and as I'm driving through the war zone of Pandora Street, Pandora Avenue in Victoria BC where there's there's now a tent city which is permanent because this city manufactures homeless people, right? So but the, the problem is the housing agencies and ministries are trying to house these people instead of housing the guy who's like 10 bucks from having his life fall apart who just needs a little bit of help with housing so that he can stay at work and keep it together, right? Which email do you solve first? Which person do you house first and I hate to say this you're not gonna like this but you should be helping the people just above that line before they fall below the line and their entire fucking life goes to shit okay He also said he doesn't take a cart around Costco. He, he just carries the groceries in his hands. Whatever he can carry with his hands, that's what he went to Costco for. And I totally respect that. You got to pick these things up, you know, in life. You got to like, you got people around you. They influence you. You, you. you take what you need. You leave the rest behind. Someone says something interesting, you know, maybe you adopt it. Maybe you don't. That's life, right? When we were growing up, there were like two and a half dads for about four of us or five of us. We had to learn from each other. You take what you need, you leave the rest behind. Not in a narcissistic way, it's called life. You're open to influence from others. Hopefully you adopt their good, healthy practices. Anyway, let's go back to climate change. Okay, so let's consider... What did carbon, what did hydrocarbons get us? Well, it brought us the automobile, which brought us freeways, which brought us computers, which brought us the internet. And everyone thinks Elon Musk and the, and the Tesla is saving the world. It's not, it's not going to save anything. It's not going to hardly change anything except for cause electrical system grid problems. The car is cool, don't get me wrong. It's an awesome toaster. He's a billionaire. For making one of the best toasters in the world and you're gonna think okay what an asshole he said that look it's just a product like any other product it's not it's not a solution it just it just creates another problem an electrical grid problem with different costs pushed onto the state right So, so if you did what someone smart will one day do, 
Probably not because I said it. Because everything I say, they have to do the opposite. But what you would do... And, like, imagine you propose this. Okay, we're just going to get out every trade agreement. We're going to give out most favored nation status in the WTO. We're not going to trade anymore with China, with Europe, with the States. You know, which is super problematic for Canada, right? Like, that's almost impossible for Canada. But let's say we were going to... Let's say we were going to do it for shits and giggles. Let's do this intellectual exercise. Okay. Well, we're going to eat a lot of bread. We got a lot of wheat up here. So we're going to eat some bread. We might not have any corn. And please forgive me, I don't know everything about agriculture in Canada. And, well, where are we going to get our metal from? I mean, well, I guess we're going to have to start up the smelters or whatever was in uh, uh, Hamilton. We're going to have to start those again. And, you know, we're going to need some glass for our buildings. Do we have any glass manufacturers in Canada? I, oh, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to do that. And people will pull their hair out. They'll freak out, you know. We can't do this. I mean, we don't do in that stuff anymore. We need some metal lathes. We have to learn how to manufacture. We need some... Yeah, you're right. It's impossible, Christian. Oh, I see. So we can put someone on the moon, like 50 years ago. We can build a stealth bomber that can fly around the world at, you know, supersonic speeds and not get... Tip off any radar. But we can't learn how to make glass windows and bricks for our buildings, you know? And, and, let, and you know, that expression of, well, we can't do it, you know, we got to stay competitive. Yeah, well, with who at that point, right? It's, then we're just within Canada. We're doing everything within Canada at that point. We're going to eat food, whatever's grown here. You know, at one point, Chilliwack had, like, wheat growing around Chilliwack. Because it was too expensive to ship it from the prairies. Back in the day, right? Back, like almost pre-hydrocarbon days. When we hadn't learned how to frack and mine every last uh, tar sand. You know, which I've been told looks like Mordor. <laughs> you know, like industrial mining of everything. Wheat, timber. Maybe you get rid of the super mills, like the super lumber mills. You can just get rid of them in Quinell. You just say, no, we're not doing that anymore. Because it takes clear cutting to support the super mills. So what we're going to do is we're going to cut like every fourth tree every 30 years or 40, 50 years. You, you know, like there's a whole bunch of things that could take place if you really cared about climate change. If you really, really said, okay, we're going to do this for everybody. It's going to cause massive upheaval, so we need, a, we need a universal basic income. We need guaranteed jobs at the municipality where you're building homes for everybody. Imagine that. If you said, okay, here's two things we're going to definitely do. We're going to grow food, and we're going to build houses. And then the artists and the musicians are going to play a lot of music because we're not going to have any money for anything, really. Or time, or, you know, for a while. You can't have it both ways, right? Like the globalists don't get to say, we care about the environment, we care about climate change, yet we're not going to do things, all the things that took place in the last hundred years, which is massive supply chains from Singapore to Quebec, you know, from from France to California. Like 
that came because of the because of the hydrocarbon. So you have to give something up. What's it gonna be? Why why do people think our life is so great with mass technology all over the place? My God, you might have to manufacture bicycles again in Canada. It's not all made by the giant uh, bike manufacturing company that makes bikes for everybody. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? And until we take care and secure people's housing and food supply, they're, they're going to fight every change to an industry or a sector or to anything because if you're out of work, it's like you're, you're on death's door in Canada. Does everyone realize that? Or maybe you haven't been unemployed in a while. Like, it feels very scary so when you say to Alberta which effectively is the hydrocarbon mine of the North America you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna stop mining hydrocarbons what you're really saying to people is you're not gonna be able to feed your kids well no wonder people are freaking out right they can't get on board with that if you say to them we're gonna make sure you have housing and food a school You know, uh, maybe some basic standard of healthcare, obviously. If you say that, it's a bit different, isn't it? But you haven't said that. Nobody said that. Nobody said, we're going to make sure everybody's okay while we do this. Nobody has said that. And probably for political reasons. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Constantly. Men against women, young versus old, climate change, no climate change, gay versus straight, constantly. This flag versus that flag. These people versus that people. Divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. You know, there's this joke, or, you know, I don't know if it's a joke. It's like, whatever you say, just add in bed afterwards, right? Like, man, that guy's a real animal on the bike in bed, or, or something like that. Like, and it's kind of funny sometimes. Well, how about every time somebody who thinks they're political or is in the political sphere, every time they say something after it, we say, for everyone. Okay? Like, we're going to fight climate change for everyone. We're going to care about housing for everyone. Not just nonprofit housing for poor people, but housing for everyone. We're going to care about, um, you know, some academic building at a university for everyone. By, and by for everyone, I mean, there's no reason, and, and I'm a, I think people think that I went to uh, teaching school at VIU for some reason other than becoming a teacher, which is totally fucking insane, right? Obviously, I went there to become a, a teacher. Do you know how long it would take to make education free in Canada? Five minutes. You have to trust me on this. You have to trust me on this. You simply write the legislation that says all education for people under 30 is free. Full stop. That's the legislation, okay? That's it. You just write it and then you let the bureaucracy do what it has to do. Implement that plan. It is that easy. Now, what would that look like to you and your family 
teenagers, 20-year-olds, whatever, someone who's recently graduated with 30 grand of student loan debt and doesn't know how they're going to pay for it because housing is so expensive, what would that mean for you if someone had just said, yeah, it's free? And then we will figure out how to make universities more efficient. Maybe we'll make four-year programs, two-year programs. You know, we're going to do something that makes actual sense here in Canada. We're going to make it free. All right? Justice Institute programs for firefighters, free. Bus driver training, free. Class one driver training, free. Nursing training, free. Engineering training, free. Pilot training, free. Doctor training, free. Dentist training, free. Why the fuck not? You're asking somebody, like a specialist doctor, some heart surgeon, you're asking them to go to school for like 10 years, okay? And school is kind of fun, don't get me wrong. But while they're doing that, they're not having kids, they're not buying a house, you know, they're not starting life. You think it's fun to graduate from med school with 100 grand in debt? You know, it doesn't have to be the way it is. And and I think people are really enamored with who they identify with as like a political party because they think, you know, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, but you do realize that part of you as a human has interests and cares about things that what you think is another political party or way of viewing the world, right? Like you care about that too. You want your children to be safe. You want food to not kill you. You'd rather not be in doing an hour commute each way that actually costs you money to go to work? Like slavery? Like You know, you want it so that when you have a baby it's free. When you when somebody breaks their leg, it's free. You want that? So when you harden down on on what you call yourself, some label or some flag or some name or some color, you're really, you know, you're focusing on differences instead of the commonalities of everyone. They want a good family. They want their kids supported. They, They want to have a great future. Hopefully, like I hope you believe that. You know, I I almost started crying about a year ago. I was walking around Elk Lake and this guy in a boat, he starts playing country music almost obnoxiously loud. He's having fun in the boat. I'm like, it was just emotional all of a sudden because I'm like, holy fuck, there's a guy here having fun. I haven't seen a guy having fun in ages. A guy like me. Am I not allowed to say that I like country music? Because... You know, I, I sort of identify, I mean, not sort of, I identify as left of center. But you won't, 
you know, you won't fight for me now because I said left to say, you won't fight for me because of some principles or values, you know, even though we all share the same principles and values typically. You know, let's talk about that trucker, the trucker protest in Ottawa that I gave money to. And, you know, it's a bit of Nazi Germany there where the federal government decides they're going to track who funded what. Like, fuck you, you know? Like, why should you know what I funded? Because now what? You're going to use that against me for the rest of my life? Like, But at a certain point, the trucker convoy, I hope everyone realizes that needed to stop, right? Like, it was a good protest about whatever it was about, but it did need to stop. Like, you can't, you can't just take over a country. Like, if you think there was something really important, a principle or a value about what that was about, then you have to articulate that now. Because it was impressive. And it didn't harm anyone. Somebody saying, the media saying, there were all these problems. Well, fuck that, there were. You know? Maybe what it was is showing a whole bunch of people across the country who's doing a lot of real work. And by real work, I mean like nurses, right? If nurses stop, people die. If someone doesn't grow food, people die. If people don't build houses, people are in the street and they die. But you can't have a takeover. You can't, you can't, in our system, you cannot have... You know, I don't know. Like the goal wasn't articulated. Was it to was it to force an election? Like I don't know. Nobody really said it. What's the goal? You you don't get to just fucking take over a place through brute force. I mean, the failure that I've seen so far on that side of the world is I I you needed to articulate what the vision is for going forward, right? I don't think the sentiment is gone because there are so many people who can't afford, you know, food, housing, and family, which everyone should be able to do that. Meanwhile, immigration appears to be have no policy around it. It's just unfettered. It's like, just come on in. If you got 10 million, come on in and buy yourself 14 houses in uh, Burnaby. No problem. Really? No, seriously. As long as you can pay a 2% tax or whatever it is now, did they... Did they did they crank it right up to 5%? Like, holy fuck, how about 100%? Has anybody ever asked themselves who's in charge? Like, who's fucking in charge of this place? Because it should be domestic people first. And by domestic, I mean brown, black, white, native first. Before people from other countries. Is that not common sense? Does what I'm saying belong to some political stripe or flag or color? Because I don't think it does. And I like the idea of immigration. I also like the idea of emigration. I think it'd be awesome if Canadians could go work elsewhere for a while and then come back. And that's better for everybody. But I don't know too many countries that are just saying, come on in. It's not even easy to get to like... France or England or Australia or who else 
Well, you know, we've had a lot of people from India or China. It's not that easy to go over there and work, I don't think. Why? You know what? And and like I was I was literally fucked with every minute of every day in, in this building I lived in. People crushing eggs the first week I'm in the building because of lies told to a whole bunch of groups. But some of these people were kind of brown, right? Who were fucking with me. Just so everyone's clear. Like, there were some brown people that appeared to be fucking with me. And white people. But I can't, you know, I'm not gonna do this thing where I blanket just hate people. I just can't do it. Like, it's not in my DNA. You know, like, I can't... I can't do it. But the people that told the lies about me throughout Victoria that I'm a... You fill in the blank, right? Again, like, it appears to be a combination of uh, the worst things. You know, like, like, cause I worked in sawmills around BC. Well, what now I'm potential serial killer of first nations women. Like, I don't know what they said because I tried to save kids lives and look out for them. Now I'm like a pedophile because I tried to help people I knew. Now you're making me out to be a pedophile. Like I'm a fucking child groomer. Like, fuck you, bitch. Cause my hair's short and I'm white. If you decided I'm a white supremacist, like I, all of these things are, you can poke holes in this shit so easily, but apparently no one did. They just decided to fucking hate me. You know, there was a Canada, there, there was a Canada where it felt like, and maybe I was just young and, and naive, where it felt like people were kind of in it together, but it does not feel like that anymore. I am the straightest, whitest, malest Canadian that I fucking know, and yet it appears that a bunch of people have tried to tell some bullshit fucking lie upon lie upon lie upon lie. Which has quite frankly killed my fucking life. Someone has stolen my fucking child who I cared about and loved every minute of every day I left and I was in fucking tears in the Himalayas because I had to leave the house I was being terrorized so badly by a bunch of fucking pedophiles in Saanich Saanich being the largest pedophile municipality in Canada absolutely fucking horrible people I use the word pedophile to describe the most fucking horrible people in the world terrorized Nobody even fucking talked to me about anything. 
I was raped in the fucking hospital. Forced to find sign papers I didn't even, I couldn't even fucking read because I was raped. Nobody fucking told me anything. Nobody has told me anything. Nobody's come to talk to me. Hunted by a fucking serial killer. And nobody has talked to me once about that. Because somebody's army of hate decided to make me persona non grata for the thing they think I did because of the stupid fucking shit in their head. How do I function on Canadian soil now? How? In the words of a hilarious Scottish comedian, how? How? 